0: I'm <laughs> This is the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast. I'm your host, Amy D. Thompson from amydintuitive.com. I'm an intuitive mentor, tantrika, energy healer, writer focused on topics of body, mind, soul, and sex. In this podcast, we discuss topics on discovering, developing, and embodying our limitless pleasure potential in this lifetime. We cover topics of sexual empowerment, spiritual development, energy medicine, mindfulness, and holistic health and wellness. This podcast is for the modern day human looking to open their heart and mind to the limitless potential of pleasure in life, love and of course, sex. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast. Babes, lovely to have you back here and to be able to Yarn some yarns with you today. Today, I want to talk about stepping into spiritual awareness, what that means, how we do it, and how it can benefit our limitless pleasure potential in this lifetime. And yes, we will be talking about sex at the end of the podcast and how this spiritual awareness can enhance our sex life. But it really feels like this podcast needs to be driven and focused on creating spiritual awareness in our life first to then move into the sexual sphere. The reasons why I'll get into later into the podcast but I do just want to mention that when it comes to our sex life and having more awareness and having more presence and having more um, of a soul-centered approach, it's very challenging in the sexual sphere if we're not having much awareness in our day-to-day life, in our moment-to-moment life, because there's so much fear, shame, guilt, uh, suppression, and all that other yucky stuff that comes along with such a taboo subject and a subject that's been really persecuted and um, used in a really imbalanced way for centuries you know it's not just this lifetime that um, we've seen imbalance in sex it's been a very very long time of patriarchal patterns Um, within <clears throat> the realm of sexuality and it's only really in more recent times that I've that we have been seeing mainstream messages of sexual empowerment and um, yeah, all that juicy goodness coming through around sex so <clears throat> this is why today's podcast is going to be firstly focused on spiritual awareness in life because then we can apply these um, tools, techniques, and these ideas. Because it is just an idea that I'm presenting to you today, and one that it's really important you choose to create, make your own mind up as to what feels spiritual to you and what spiritual awareness means to you as an individual because anything I talk about in these podcasts I really want to stress with you today um, are just ideas, they're people's perspectives and yes these perspectives come with a level of training and education and, um, and that kind of grounded knowledge of learning different modalities of healings and teachings and different things like that but at the end of the day no matter how professional someone is or no matter how studied someone is it's still up to you as the individual to create an opinion which then creates a philosophy for your life and for any idea that comes out in this podcast but in life in general and i think you know that message is so powerful in this day and age as we see different um different circumstances play out throughout the whole world Crisis's and hard heavy things we've just been through a pandemic for example and it's very difficult times you know there's a lot of controversy and a lot of conflicting ideas around different topics of conversation and I don't want to get into that but kind of worms today but I do want to say how important it is to create your own opinion with your own mind and build your own philosophy as to what feels true and honest to you as an individual and also make making sure that you have the spiritual awareness to to then question your opinions. And I find myself doing this, you know, like, um, but I find it's actually so empowering to do this because the more you question your own philosophy or your own opinion, the more that you can then either solidify that opinion and grow on that philosophy and really stand true in your beliefs or you can question it to the point of maybe letting go of some beliefs that maybe no longer serve you or are no longer in alignment because there's so much big heavy shame and struggle with the concept that maybe your opinion no longer feels right to you as an individual and we resist this and we hold on to these opinions even if they we know in the core of ourselves okay that doesn't feel right to me anymore maybe i was wrong or maybe i had you know maybe i didn't have the knowledge that i do now to then create a new opinion so i just really want to like sympathize the i the and sympathize and support you and understanding that if you change your mind at any time on any opinion or any philosophy that is okay too it's about having the spiritual awareness to see why you had that opinion how it served you how it supported you and then seeing how your new belief system wants to pan out or your new opinion wants to be created because we can recreate ourselves at any time and yeah I just really wanted to touch on that but anyway we're talking about stepping into spiritual awareness today so what does spiritual awareness mean to me spiritual awareness is It's obviously an intricate thing and because spiritual awareness is not something that we can necessarily touch it's very hard to describe like anything intuitive like anything spiritual this podcast idea actually came to me when i was walking on the beach so i'm gonna start there and we're gonna like talk about that i know that sounds very boring oh yeah amy was walking on the beach here we go eerie fairy but i was walking on the beach i'd made myself a coffee i've got this like kind of like frantic ADHD type of mind, alright? So like I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, all the things that I have to do today, I've like made this massive list of things that I want to get achieved. And you know, motherhood has not helped this for me, alright? So it's something I consciously have to come back to managing all the time because I am a busy mind. Um so I woke up in the morning and I was like, okay, today I'm going to go for a walk on the beach before I do anything and then I woke up and then I remembered there's this tantric webinar that seminar that I wanted to watch it was like this t- online tantric festival and I was like oh my god but it starts at this time I was like no you're going for a walk on the beach first the tantric seminar will wait it's not a big deal um so I was really trying to be discerning with myself, but still, I still rushed to the beach if I'm completely honest. I made my coffee because I'm drinking coffee at the moment. Yes, I'm feeding my astral body with a bit of coffee because motherhood is a little bit rough sometimes, um, but I didn't have my baby this morning, but I still wanted my coffee. So made my coffee and a little keep cup and walked out the door, got to the beach, drove to the beach, got to the beach, got out, and I found myself like just rushing I was like I just have to get my get my beach walk done. I like rushed down there I'm trying to be conscious but I'm like pretty rushy I get down onto the beach and then it just clicks in I was like you know you're not gonna fully enjoy this walk on the beach if you don't take a second to be aware it was this really clear message coming through for me and you know for me walking in nature with my music and I don't know how you feel about it but <laughs> it can feel like I'm on like the most blissful drug there is if I'm in the spiritually aware state and I managed to get there to the state so the way that we do it. That we reach this place of blissfulness. Is by just having the self-discipline to be the master of our own mind. So we're not fueling all the thoughts that are trying to get us to do all the things. But we're just letting us be here in the moment. And I'm cringing as I say that because I know that's so cliche. But the more that we can kind of be conscious of the spiritual awareness the easier we can become aware in every aspect of our life inclusive of our sex lives when you have a busy mind like mine i find it difficult when it comes to sex to be completely present if I have not taken the time to really center myself and I'm not in that relaxed state of being so practicing spiritual awareness in the rest of my life has been like shape-shifting when it comes to sexuality and that's why I wanted to talk about these different scenarios of being present at the beach for example so the things that shifted my my awareness from my busy busy mind to more of a spiritual approach and by spiritual spiritual is just language you know spiritual is just language so if spiritual doesn't doesn't resonate with you it doesn't have to be spiritual it's just stepping into a place of awareness just take the word out if it's too much for you but I call it spiritual awareness because that's the part of myself that's coming through when I allow my mind to step back a little bit it's that soul self it's that spiritual self comes through you know like body mind and soul or body mind and spirit it's that spiritual self that comes through and that's why I call it spiritual awareness but The way I managed to tap into the spiritual awareness to get to that place while I was walking on the beach was by becoming the witness of my environment. So I don't know if you have experienced this, well, you probably have because you're in a human body, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, But you know, when you're just like so busy in your life, on your phone, for example, that you haven't even noticed the beautiful surroundings around you or you know when you're like eating and watching a movie, eating some food and you're just like scoffing your face and you're watching this movie and you're so entranced in this movie that you haven't even tasted your food, that is what I'm talking about when we're living in that space, that pure, heady, not embodied state, it takes us away from the present moment and spiritual awareness to truly embody and experience pleasure and this is what I want to really get into today because I think too many of us live in this state of mind and I mean the mind is not evil the mind complements us and maybe it's not even mind maybe it's a mixture of mind and our emotional body but so many of us are, are kind of like living in this really like egoic monkey mind space that we're missing the, the moments for pleasure that are all around us. Like For example, this morning, I think I walked on the beach for maybe 20 minutes and I left just feeling so filled up and relaxed and so much more centered than when I left the house even while i was drinking coffee and coffee does make me a bit shaky on it um and the way i achieved it is just by recognizing watching the ocean watching the sky looking at the clouds and i know i know that sounds so woo woo but that is truly how you're going to pull yourself out of the monkey mind and into the conscious awareness or the spiritual awareness that will bring you home to yourself, your true self, not your monkey self, not your egoic mind, but your true loved up soul-centered self that's full of gratitude and full of abundance. If you take a second to see the beauty in the world, and I'm going to talk on how we can kind of even... Get to that place where we can notice these different things because I think I spent a big chunk of my life not really being able to notice the beautiful stuff in my life I, I think it was like the whole first quarter of my life you know like I don't really remember having these moments that I've had since I had like I guess my, my spiritual awakening or my g- sudden growth of awareness whatever you want to call it so there's ways that we can do it and it takes practice, but it's such a potent practice to to put into play if you're wanting to really start to embody more of your limitless pleasure in this lifetime. So how does it benefit us having this spiritual awareness? It's when we are spiritually aware, when we can really tap into the awareness from a spiritual Place the awareness of our life, our experience of life, the world we live in, the sensations in our body. We can really start to have gratitude for our life. We can really start to, and I'm not talking like, yeah, I'm grateful for this, you know, like I'm not talking like just saying that you're grateful, I'm talking like feeling like you're grateful really tapping into that that emotion and that sensation that gratitude can bring to us if we are truly tapping into it this is not on a superficial level babes this is deeper than just writing a couple of things that you're grateful for this is like really feeling that gratitude that bliss we can easier move forward through life if we have the spiritual awareness because when things get tough we can come back to the spiritual truth that nothing in this world is really real like it is real on the human plane it is real but ultimately we are living in a dream state just like any other spiritual concept is recognizing that we're not just in a physical world which when we realize that when we realize that the physical happenings in this world is not the be all and do all we can easier move through our life because we know when we're in a tough space that anything is possible in our lifetime and it can get better so it helps us to connect with more easefulness. But also having the awareness, like I said, it's interlinked to gratitude. We can see the good things that we still have in our life, even if it feels so hard at some points that you just want to leave. Um, soul-centered, it brings us back to our soul center. Having the spiritual awareness helps us to come home to ourselves through methods that are not just meditation meditation is powerful as fuck don't get me wrong I'm a huge advocate but having the spiritual awareness and day-to-day experiences like for example walking on the beach or eating our food or any of that kind of thing helps to bring us home to our soul center without having to sit in meditation or you know having to do some big ritual or anything. It's just like a simple everyday thing that we can tap into that can bring us home to ourself. It helps us to understand ourselves better, the soul better. It helps us to be more present in our life because life is fleeting. And if anything motherhood has taught me is that as I see my son grow so fucking fast, I start to realize how truly fleeting life is and we want to be present in these moments of amazing shit yeah we might not feel like being present in the hard shit but if we can be we can easier navigate it we can see our shit quicker we can move through it quicker because the only way through the bad stuff is through it around it it will just keep coming If we avoid it, it will just keep repeating itself. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I know better than anyone because I have repeated many patterns in my lifetime so far. The only way to truly ascend from our hard stuff is to go through it. And then the spiritual awareness thing brings more awareness of the pleasure filled experiences like eating our food like walking on the beach but then like our sex life like orgasm like sexual experience which is you know orgasm should never be the main goal of a sexual experience but you know we're human and we've been programmed to believe that it is so it's a breaking down of that belief but anyway Having spiritual awareness helps us to deeper understand that and to truly embody and experience pleasure in different ways. How do we do it, spiritual awareness? How do we tap into spiritual awareness? There's many ways and I'm sure you will discover your own way of tapping into spiritual awareness along the way. But the way that I know worked for me was to first become the watcher of my thoughts. And this was a concept presented to me by Eckhart Tolle. And like my dad has is, is like a huge fan of Eckhart Tolle. And, you know, my whole teen years, he's like, you should read The Power of Now. You should read this book. And I'm like, oh, fuck off, dad. Like, no way. I was not into it. And this is why I teach this work. Because, you know, I was raised by these parents who were interested in the line of work that I'm now in. But I wasn't interested. As a teen in early twenties, I just wanted to party and I just was like all about numbing out the pain, you know, like I didn't really even have the awareness, like I said, or the understanding of what any of these teachings meant. And I, I kind of didn't want to. I wasn't ready. I was resistant of to them. But as I started to kind of have my own spiritual experiences and I guess my, you know, my journey, I probably started through through yoga and I'm talking just like home yoga, like at the time I was traveling, and I just did a whole shitload of yoga at home, a few classes here and there, but I was like, you know, prioritizing money towards towards travel, so I was just doing it at home, and with that awareness that came with yoga, I then had some fucking crazy experiences, and I was meditating too, so these are tools that you can start to bring more awareness into your life yoga meditation they're practical tools but when things really started to shift for me was when the idea was presented to me of watching the thoughts becoming the watcher of your thoughts and Eckhart Tolle talks about this a lot and teaches this a lot and this idea is just to really begin to understand that You are just the person, if it helps you understand that way, the person watching the thoughts happen in your mind. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts have almost like their own accord. You can manage your thoughts, but you are not your thoughts. So when I started to understand this truly and begin to watch my thoughts and what thoughts were coming up, this is when my spiritual awareness begin to grow. Once we have become able to watch our thoughts, to see our thoughts and just do the best that you can, you're not going to be perfect at this to start out with. It's just showing up anyway and just witnessing that, okay, I'm doing better than I was before. Like I can see the thoughts and sometimes I, and this, you know, in some circles would be considered crazy, but sometimes it feels like you know you've got a couple of people within your being because you've got your thoughts you've got your soul self and you're kind of like communicating between them and like I know I do anyway and I'll see my thoughts and I will talk to my thoughts I'll be like no we don't need to think about that (laughs) you know like this is the shit that's been persecuted for so long and and you know encouraged to come across as crazy because if you don't have the awareness you don't understand the self-soothing techniques that you need to do to manage this mind and you know people who persecute people as crazy for doing practices like this um are quite often a huge resident of the monkey mind or the egoic mind, the mind that is just erratic and all over the show, and we don't we don't want to be that person, babes, because that takes us into a yucky space of being. And you know, the monkey mind, if we let it rule, it it does huge damage because it's very fear based. Yes, we need it. The mind is important. or the it's, you know the egoic mind, the concrete mind, monkey mind, kind of similar, similar ideas. It's recognizing that they, this aspect of our mind can take us into dangerous spaces because it is our survival mind. We need it as a human being, but we needed it especially before because we needed to survive and you know we're programmed to survive so when these thoughts come up it's quite often fear-based because it's protecting us it wants to protect us but we don't need to be afraid anymore you know not as afraid of course you like you still need logic but (laughs) but you know it's stepping away from that fear-based mind and watching the thoughts that come up and witnessing the ones that are not true for us When we can watch our thoughts, we can then see that our thoughts are dominating. For example, me walking on the beach this morning. I could see, because I can watch my thoughts, I could see my thoughts scattering everywhere. I could feel my energy was tense and stressy and just like a little bit erratic because I knew I had like a few different jobs I wanted to do this morning, and I knew I had work to do, and I knew I had some creative projects I really wanted to get into. And but I could witness them and that's the first step. I could see the thoughts. Once you can see the thoughts, you can step away from the thoughts and then you can focus your energy and your mind onto something that is not those erratic, fear-based, stressy thoughts that cause your energy to stress because another thing I want you to be aware of is that energy does not have a consciousness. Our thoughts guide our energy into different directions which is the same concept as law of attraction it's witnessing that your energy does not have a consciousness your energy does not have an awareness this is why it's important to see that we are holistic beings our mind can be a real powerhouse for us if we learn to watch it and control it from the soul space so it's integrating all of these aspects of ourselves the body mind and soul into the state of what we'd call spiritual awareness because spiritual awareness is ultimately the I mean I would say it's like the, our heightened state of being and heightened does not necessarily mean better it just means that we are moving from a positive space rather than a negative, and a negative means not so great, yicky, um, unhealthy, feeling crappy state of being. Into this higher state of being, so it's witnessing the thoughts and being able to guide the thoughts into a more present scenario. It's being able to console these thoughts that want to dominate and just encourage them to say, you know, say something to yourself like. You know, your work's going to be there when you get home. Right now, we're just walking on the beach for 20 minutes. And just saying that to yourself can be huge because intention is so powerful so when you say that to yourself either out loud or in your head you are really setting the intention to bring more spiritual awareness to whatever it is you're doing and that in itself is like a meditative practice yes it might not be the cliche meditation sitting in lotus position with your eyes closed but you can meditate in any which way it does not have to be closed eyes sitting in a certain position um legs crossed all that kind of stuff it doesn't need to be that um so yeah what have we talked about watching your thoughts guiding your thoughts to a new direction and then it's really just enjoying the experience and this is when your limitless pleasure comes into it because if you can guide your mind away from this monkey space you can truly sit in nature walk on the beach eat your food in a space that's just so deliciously present that you just learn to truly love your life and i know this sounds so dumb in a sense for some people if you're not there yet but please just trust me on this that i have been where you are trust me you know i didn't i'm not writing a book called slutty pants for no reason But life can get better if we practice spiritual awareness. So ways you can, just an overview, ways you can tap into your spiritual awareness is watching your thoughts, guiding your thoughts or your mind into conscious awareness of whatever it is you're doing in the present moment. This can be anything. This can be walking on the beach. It can be eating your food. But it can also be like hanging out your washing feeling the sun in your face and the wind on your face and just feeling the different sensations that that brings. It can be washing the dishes and really noticing how good it feels to be in a clean and tidy house. It can just be lying down in your bed and feeling the sensations of your sheets between your fingertips and on your hands and the softness and the support of the bed on your back. You know, like it's just bringing awareness to anything we can during the day because this will then bring more awareness into our relationships and into our love life and to our sexual experiences if we choose to have them. Meditation is obviously another way to bring spiritual awareness, I'm not going to get into that too much today but that is something that we can practice of course to bring more spiritual awareness and it was the first step on my spiritual journey for, for more awareness to show up in my own life so I highly recommend it even if it's just for two minutes a day when you're starting out or two minutes three days a week it doesn't matter just start where you're at intention is also powerful like I talked about it's setting the intention once you can see your thoughts you can set the intention that I am letting that go and I am going to be doing this right now in this present moment and by doing all of that it brings us home to ourself because we're not Living in that chaotic mind that can take us to all different places. And it brings our energy back into a calm state, a relaxed state where we're going to be more productive, but we're also going to be able to love our life more and not live from a space of struggle as much because we all know that life can be a struggle if we let it be. It can feel like a real haul some days. So if you're feeling that way, try the spiritual practices that they don't have to be spiritual if you just want to call them awareness practices please do so please know that spiritual is just a word to describe an experience and then let's dive into sexually being spiritually aware and like I said The first step in sexual awareness and spiritual ascension of the sexual self is not sexual at all. Because the thing is, babes, with sexuality, especially for women but also for men the mind can go into overdrive. I don't know if you've experienced it. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely have at some point where you go to get down to sexy business and all of your sudden, you're just thinking about all of the things. You're terrified about all these different things. Maybe not terrified for some, but but you are still thinking about all of the things and yes for some of us it can be practical things you know you might be thinking "Oh, i need to get this out for dinner or i need to fold the washing or i need to vacuum the floor or that person's coming around or something's happening at work it could be anything for some it's finding ourselves being terrified of the sexual experience itself it can be things like pussy phobia. i talk about this often and feeling really afraid of our pussy being seen in all of her glory Um, it can be a fear of feeling not good enough in sex which is also connected to not feeling good enough in life it can many things can come up for us when we're in the midst of a sexual experience you know for men it might be feeling afraid that you're going to come early or really quickly or that you're struggling to keep your heart on and this stresses you out or what if my penis isn't up to scratch or what if I don't know how to pleasure her enough? Is she faking it? All these kind of things can pop into our heads and this takes us away from truly enjoying the sexual experience as well as truly sinking into a deep union with our lovers or our sexy friends sexy friends is just what i call kind of more casual sexy scenarios lovers are more you know long term more committed but doesn't really matter it's just lingo um so spiritual awareness is so important if you're really wanting to connect with your sexual partners on a deeper level because even if you find yourself really frisky in the bedroom like I'm talking you know like I used to do this I used to my favorite line when I was younger was drunk sex is the best sex and I've heard so many people talk about this since I've kind of gone into this work and I can totally resonate I get it it's a, it's a chance for your monkey mind to kind of go into the back burner right because you haven't quite got to the point where you can see it and manage it in real life without alcohol but there's a few different kind of concepts in that and understandings is that you know one alcohol does lower our vibration um I can't remember the the full concept but there is um I think in shamanism or something they talk about um listen to me so casual or shamanism or something you know <laughs> <laughs> this is how I talk babes just get used to it um in shamanism I'm pretty sure they talk about alcohol and the drinking of alcohol and calling it spirits for example they call it spirits because it's allowing spirits into our ether and into our into our being and so that's why we act different than we are why we act out why we act a bit crazy and a little bit different is because we are lowering our vibration and we are allowing other spirits to influence our actions and and the way we are in the world This also lowers our vibration sexually and it doesn't mean you can't have great sex when you're drunk, of course you can, I have, you know I have had great sex but it's just what in Tantra they'd call like animalistic primal sex and that's okay, you know of course you're going to have primal sex in your life, I'm not, please don't take anything as right and wrong or good and bad because it's not, it's just different there's just different ways of approaching it and if you feel called to have drunk sex and it's still the best sex of your life go for it you know like this is no shaming on you because I've also had some some bomb sex in my life that has been drunk but was it divinely connected for me definitely not was were my orgasms spiritual experiences No, if anything, I don't even think I can recall on the spot an amazing orgasm when I've been drunk. There was a huge portion of my life when I was back in my slutty pants days where all my sex was drunk. You know, like I would be having like drunk one night stands on the regular and in those phases of my life, orgasm wasn't a thing and to be honest pleasure wasn't even a thing sex was not about pleasure for me then sex was about validating my worth and validating my beauty and validating my sexiness and validating that somebody desired me and and (sighs) avoiding sitting with myself and really healing these aspects of myself, these abandonment issues that I had and different things like that. So it's just, I am I guess like, you know, sometimes these podcasters have a mind of their own and it's just recognizing that without that spiritual awareness to see how different aspects of our sex life are not serving our greatest potential for pleasure and union with our lovers and sexy friends. It's very different. It's about owning that spiritual awareness so you can see that, okay, drunk sex is not taking me into places that I want to go. You know, I want to lift the vibration of my sex life, which I know this is why you're listening to this podcast, because you want to experience that, right? You want to experience that divine connection with your lovers and your sexy friends and with yourself. You want to experience the spiritual aspects of sex, which we can't do. Well, it's very unlikely that you're going to do, because I'm sure there's some people who can. It's very unlikely that you're going to experience these high levels of sexual ascension while drunk or while being in this unaware space in our whole life. So this is why I really want you to understand that if you can practice spiritual awareness in your day-to-day life, when it comes to the sexual experience, you can... Have the awareness to see the monkey mind coming out as you kiss, as your pants come down, as he goes down on you because for me personally, when a man goes down on me or a woman, the fear goes crazy, right? Well, it used to, not so much anymore because I've done the work but when I was younger, definitely because I had big pussy phobia. um and I still do sometimes and I sure I'm sure I will have it again resurface if I'm not aware of it um with any new sexual partners I have in the future but being spiritually aware helps us to bring us ourselves home to ourselves it's help it helps us to see that the mind is not always true that the mind is protecting us and trying to protect us from not showing these vulnerable sides of ourselves. But if we do, babes, with loving intention, we will also have these mind blowing experiences too. So we use spiritual awareness to become aware of our sexual thoughts, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that, because then we can set the intention, which I talked about earlier, to move these thoughts and the mind into a higher state of being. Into a place where we do want it to move. We can intentionally set the intention to, I don't know, feel safe. You know, say you are like me and you have fear of somebody going down on you. Because you had pussy phobia and you are afraid of people truly seeing your pussy in her beautiful glory. You can then set the intention when you can move these thoughts away and just remind yourself I am safe I am home my pussy is beautiful my pussy is powerful and also I find something really helpful is moving your intention to the awareness of how you feel when you're really turned on and you're connecting to your partner or your sexy friend or your lover And you're, say, you're going down on him or her and how does that feel for you? Does it feel good? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? If you don't enjoy um, giving blowjobs or going down on your partner, maybe this won't work for you. But for me, it really helps to remind me that, you know, I get off, my partner's getting off and maybe if, you know, if it's not oral sex, maybe you can focus on general sex, whatever works for you. So it's bringing more spiritual awareness to your sex life in these ways by setting the intention to move this monkey mind away from chaos and into pure intention of thought when you're having sex and having differing sexual experiences so you can truly tap into the pleasure and then sensation and relax into enjoying receiving and giving and not judging ourselves because this goes both ways right we also have that ability to put on the sex show right i've done this for years and it got to the point where like with my ex-partner i actually almost bit his lip off because i tried to um oh my god i know that sounds horrific i'll talk about this at another time because this is connected to my sexual ptsd that i've had to work on healing Because I tried to push through, I call it the porn star mind, you know, like I was, I was wanting to connect with him sexually, wasn't feeling that great, I was pregnant at the time and, you know, I found myself like, I was like, okay, just push through, you know, just kind of do some moaning and groaning and maybe you'll get into it, like that was kind of my mindset but my body didn't want to push through, (laughs) my my mind didn't want me to push through these sexual blocks I needed to listen I needed to stop and listen and I wasn't and so my body literally repelled him like I like bit his lips so freaking hard poor thing and then I I literally pushed him off me and just burst into tears because that's the thing right if we're not connecting to the spiritual awareness and yes this happened post spiritual awakening so this is something that I want you to understand is that we're all practicing this forever coming back to the spiritual awareness and the sexual experience so afterwards I could say you know I am aware enough that I could say okay okay that's what I did. I tried. I knew I tried to push through. I knew it when I was doing it because that's the thing. I can watch my own thoughts. I can watch. I have the self-awareness now that I can see myself doing it, but my body literally wouldn't let me. So this also applies if you find yourself putting on the sex show is what I call it. Because if we aren't giving from a pure place, if we can't really tapping into the pleasure of giving and receiving and being you know this soul-centered lover then we're not going to have those spiritually aware sexual experiences either so it works both ways whether you're giving or whether you're receiving the chaotic mind can can take over if we're not careful and these techniques just help you to be aware enough to make these sexual decisions for example for me with with the biting scenario you know if I had chosen to listen to the spiritual awareness that was still there I could have stopped I could have stopped and explained what was going on within me but because of my own fear blocks around rejection around abandonment different things like that and Um, a deeply programmed habit of putting on a sex show because I did it for fucking years I didn't do it and unfortunately you know it manifested into this horrible physical experience that was probably quite damaging for him and was a huge awakening for me which actually led me to going into therapy for this PTSD as I realized that I was having these kind of disorientated experiences sexually But if we have more spiritual awareness in the bedroom, we can see this stuff and it guides our healing. It guides us into a more pleasured state of being. And I can honestly say that since being more spiritually aware, my orgasms, not that it's the goal, but my orgasms are hugely heightened and full body often because I can treat the whole sexual experience as a as an experience I can understand what I need I can intuitively see the positions my body wants and that I can feel that we need as a partnership like with previous partners that I've had sex with and stuff so yeah I just wanted to talk on that today talk about spiritual awareness talk about how you can bring it into your sex life and why it's important because I know that it's not necessarily something that has like a quick it's not a quick fix it's not like a regimented way of practicing awareness there's no regimented way because I don't believe there ever is I think there's different tools within this podcast that you can go out and practice in your day-to-day life and then apply to the sexual experience which can include self-pleasure it's the same concept as partnered pleasure you know just having the awareness listening to yourself setting the intention and seeing where your thoughts go if they're going into guilt and shame and fear which a lot of people can experience inclusive of myself it's taking a second to remind yourself that you don't have to feel guilty anymore you don't have to feel ashamed anymore we're not in this time of you know we're not in the decade where masturbation is shameful anymore even if it feels shameful it's not anymore it's not heavily shamed as it as it once was and you know you're safe to sexually experience yourself now because you know especially for women and men you weren't in the past so it's recognizing that there's deep deep woundings that weren't even just created in this century that were created in down a long generational line but also like throughout history so if we can bring the spiritual awareness into the present time and into our present experience we can then embody more pleasure we can have more mind-blowing sexual experiences and it all starts within your ability to control your mind To witness yourself and to bring more spiritual awareness into your life, body, mind, soul and sex. Big love beauties and I will talk to you really soon. If you want to work with me one on one, you can do so via a soul support session or an intuitive reading you can book or purchase these on my website which is amydintuitive.com you can either flick me an email or you can book them online Uh, readings are in the shop and soul support sessions you can just do through my booking system and you can follow me on social media at i am amy i am amy d or at amydintuitive. I hope to connect with you soon and I hope you have a beautiful day doing whatever you're doing. Big love. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast today, babes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would support my message mission by subscribing and reviewing my podcast. If you would like to follow my work, you can find me on social media at I am Amy D, or you can check out my website amydintuitive.com I hope to connect with you soon and I'm sending you so much love